Yeah, there we go. Cool. So. Beautiful. Yeah. Are your lives? So what was that fun thing that? Oh. Uh, you know, about the same where I left off. Solid. I moved. I think, oh, I think we oh, didn't yeah. do an episode. Yeah, you did. We, we didn't do an episode. episodes in your new abode. Yeah. Ah. I have twice as fast internet now. Ooh. Very nice. Um, so, it, like, with each each progressive move, you get faster and faster internet. Yeah. I, uh, so, we got internet here for 100 megs mm-hmm. until we realized we we could have moved somewhere with gigabyte, like, gigabyte fiber. But, five. No. <sighs> oh, well. <sighs> yeah. Um, what was fun? Oh, so, uh, the Bay Area, remember, I don't know if I mentioned to you guys this, but, um, Silicon Valley is trying this thing called feudalism, where mm-hmm. when you work for a company, you get certain perks, like housing, if you work at Google, they're, they're beta testing it right now, or if you work at gotcha. Facebook, there's like sleeping pods, so they'll give you a place to live if you work for them, so my company, um, I discovered this today while I was getting coffee. There's this giant purple truck that will fill up your car with gasoline at $2 a gallon. And I'm like, that's a pretty, that's a pretty good perk. That is a pretty good perk. And yeah, then, just good free food. And then today they opened up an on-site clinic with a chiropractor, a therapist, and then a real doctor, and an acupuncturist, and a physical therapist. It's like pretty cheap hmm. to go. Also... The the therapy is free, and the physical therapy is like only forty bucks. So, yeah, feud, feudalism at work. Man, I could go for some of that. My uh my last co manager told me that my bonus was the workout I get from lifting lumber all day. Oh. oh. Yeah. So. <laughs> so so Travis, how do you how do you feel about your your town being? One of the two leading candidates for the new Amazon campus. Pretty good, pretty good. I know exactly where they'd move. They'd move right next to where my current, uh, one of my yeah. facilities are. Traffic. But the monies. All the yeah. monies would be pouring all the into Pittsburgh. Well, not even just the monies, all the, all the shops that would open, like, all the cool <laughs> new things that would, that would show up to Pittsburgh now. Pittsburgh's already has a cool bunch, a whole bunch of cool things. Yeah, yeah but more. It. Like you guys probably don't have like um, what is some real dumb stuff that we have here? You Starbird. Oh, Starbird. Oh. <laughs> Y'all don't have Starbird. What's a Starbird? No, we don't have Starbird. Starbird. Is um, there was a bunch of like high end chefs who had Chick Fil A and decided they can make better Chick Fil A. So it's a bunch of like. High level chefs that started their own Chick fil A chain. It's called Starbird. And they make stuff like balmy sandwiches, but with fried chicken. And it's awesome. Hmm. There's only two Starbirds here, so I don't expect it to be anywhere. Fair enough. Else soon. Is that um, like bu- bougie fried chicken? Yeah, it's bougie fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. There's some dumb stuff like Amazon in Seattle has like a a free banana stand that you can walk up to and get a free banana. Like anybody, you can't you don't have you don't have to work for Amazon to get the free banana. Hmm. I like bananas. Same. I try to eat one every day. I think that's good for me. Minus the trace amounts of radiation. Yeah. Yeah. So like my job right now is validating some stuff, so I don't have too much to do. 
So since last time we recorded, I went through a bunch of topics that like I don't quite remember as much. Like the only Native American group in Scandinavia they live up in the North Pole. Um, there's Tuva, which is the independent republic of Tuva that's not so independent because it's part of the uh, Russian state. Oh, yeah. Uh, I learned a little bit about that in world music and how like the Russian state kind of pimped out their Tuvan throw singing music when they were all all about that music. Yeah, dude. Um is it, is it slightly less than Threva? It's Yeah, it's like uh, sli- It's it's an irrational number, but yeah, it's somewhere between 2 and 3. It's an irrational number cuz they don't have an airport. <clears throat> That's true. Um, also, I'm I'm yeah, a little confused about that whole Native Americans and Scandinavia thing. Well, okay, they're like they're like indigenous people groups. They're the only recognized indigenous people group in Scandinavia. Okay, so like Native Scandinavians. Yeah. Okay. Kinda, but they're like in the Arctic. Gotcha. Um. Yeah. And then uh, I learned that the largest barbecue was like a 100-meter troll. Troll? 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 How do you pronounce this? T-R-O-U-G-H. Trough. 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 Trough of a barbecue. For his his inauguration, he was like, I'm going to host a, a statewide barbecue for the state of Oklahoma. And uh, people were donating animals from all across the state and uh somebody <laughs> donated a bear and the guy's like a barbecue bear the guy the oh, governor man. was like we're not gonna barbecue this bear so he sent it off to a zoo but it was offered it could have been one of the few <laughs> barbecued bears ever i feel like bear would be really gamey i feel like bear would be delicious because like it's all fatty there's a ton of meat i feel like it'd be the opposite because bears are just like thousand pounds of muscle and murder it, de- it depends on what season you caught the bear that's true that's a good point <sighs> oh on the subject of bears um my the media director that i'm working with at my church also enjoys the show we bear bears we bear bears right. we bear bears, we bear bears. hey um, I gotta get watching that mostly because Dimitri Martin is a uh, ice bear. I uh, like that less than I like Polar Bear Cafe. I find Fair that enough. to be the superior bear car. It's because um, Polar Bear Cafe is a less, um, more clever. Like the humor is more subtle. I think. Plus, mm-hmm. there's more more bear time. There are, there are more bears on the screen. <laughs> There's there's more seconds per bear in that show than we bear bears. Fair enough. Mostly because the bears are bigger. We bear bears yeah. is three small bears, but then polar bear cafe is like two large bears. Gotcha. The concentration of bear on the screen is is greater. Yeah, is greater. The number of bear pixels on screen is greater. Therefore, making it. <laughs> David, David's all about that bear quantity. Yeah, dude. My bears per second matters a lot. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> got the uh, tight necks yeah. gives me about 20 terabears per second 
<laughs> That's with the upgraded upgraded internet too. He gets more bears per second. I get more bears That's per true. second. Try exactly. to overclock it, get it to like twenty five exactly. bears per second. Giga bears per second. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what do you guys know about Murmit? <sighs> about what? Murmit. Absolutely nothing. You know what? I don't Murmit even know how to spell that means. word. All right. So yeah, it's, I know uh, literally nothing about it because I don't even I didn't even know that was a word until you said cool. it. It's a it's a form of ex- execution where uh, they take you into a room and they wall you off and leave you in that room forever until you. Huh. Die. It's I distinctly do. different and somewhat similar to being buried alive. True. I assume it's not ventilated. Mm, sometimes it is. Mm. Um, because in European castles, they opened up these rooms and found skeletons inside of them. Where they were. Uh, so, so like they, the cask of Amontillado style. They just like yeah. wall you off. Yep, and you're and you're donezo. All right. Slightly different from being buried alive. Sometimes not. The thing is, no one accidentally gets immured, but a good amount of people get accidentally buried. Well, you don't know that. Maybe they were just a really bad mason. They were just like, all right, I'm going to put up this wall here. Uh, mm, it's like when you're cleaning that. floors and you accidentally yeah, yeah. clean yourself into the center of a room. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, I just ruined myself in the center of the room. <laughs> I've just immured myself. <laughs> uh, well, guess I'll die. So what's funny is that there's this lady famous famous for this thing. She got immured twice. Or sorry, she got buried alive twice. The first time she didn't die. And then the second time she got bodied. (laughs) Second time she didn't even stand a chance. She didn't stand a ghost (laughs) of a chance. (laughs) Rolled well on the first check, failed the second. According to history, this lady was the wife of William Blunden. Alice Blunden was described as a fat, gross woman who had accustomed herself many times to drinking brandy. So one day, she drank a ton of brandy and could not be woken up. So then the apothecary consulted and was like, she's dead. But in reality, she just had probably alcohol poisoning. And so because William was in London at the time, he left instructions for what would happen if you know, his wife died. And he said that her funeral should be deferred upon his return. But because she did, she uh, was drinking in the summer, they thought, well, we can't wait for him to come back. Her corpse will rot. So they mm. buried her immaturely. Mostly because they, they said uh, she was too fat in the summer to be kept uh, unrotten. And because of her fat, they buried her. Uh, a few days later, there was a b- boys who were playing near the graveyard could hear voices from the grave. And so, <laughs> as you do, the boys were just playing in the park, right? And uh, they went to go get help. And they found that the, the body was unlimitably beaten uh, because she inflicted injuries on herself trying to climb out of the coffin. So her nails were all bloodied and there were bruises oh, yeah. all over her. Um, she, tur- she actually tore off a great part of her winding sheet and scratched herself in several places. Ooh. Um... What's a winding sheet? It's like the sheet. It's like the sheet that they put over you when you're dead. 
Like, how did she have a winding sheet on her? Was, was she like digging someone's grave? I, I guess. So she was digging someone else's grave and accidentally fell into it? No, no, no. She she just had a sheet on her. Like, the, they put a shroud over you when you're dead. Yeah, but why did she have a shroud on her? She, what, she, had, she had, like, they put a shroud over you when you're dead, don't you? Right? Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. But if she wasn't dead, why did they have a shroud over her? Well, she was. They thought they she thought was dead she was. buried. Yeah. Wait, so she was just in a coma and they buried her alive? Yeah. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah, they were just like, is she dead? Yeah. You want to check for balls? Mm, nah. nah. Not feeling it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. Not this I, time. Listen. Listen, Jim. I only got two copper pieces for this. I think checking for a pulse is a little above my pay grade. <laughs> well, the apothecary is only the pharmacist, not a doctor, right? So it's like if your pharmacist oh, yeah. had to tell if you were dead or not. Gotcha. That's true. They don't have to go to, they don't have to, go to med school. Ah. Gotcha. I think fair, fair. I'm pretty. Sure, I'm not sure how one becomes a uh, an apothecary. I think they go to pharmacy. They go to they go to pharmacy school. At the time, do they? Yeah. yeah. I think we I think we had an apothecary on the podcast once. 1674. Yeah, we did. We had an apothecary on the podcast once. We did. Yeah. Does he refer Good to himself times. as an apothecary? If he doesn't, he should. He should. He should start. He should at least own a plague doctor mask. So. Unable to detect any signs of life, those present at the scene lowered her back into the grave overnight with a view to summon the coroner the next day. The next day, the coroner came, and she had beaten her mouth until it was gored blood, and then the coroner uh, declared her definitely dead. <laughs> guys, guys, she's <laughs> definitely dead this time. Uh, no fool in 100% And the coroner stated that <laughs> the coroner stated that her life was thrown away for no good reason. And although no individuals were convicted, the town had a considerable fine set upon them for their neglect. So the, the town fined themselves in their incompetency. <laughs> Self-taxation, I suppose. I Without deserve representation. this. Uh, there's lots of cases of this. Um... There's a couple, a little girl once in, in Woodstock, Ontario, who, again, someone heard voices, opened it up, and the shroud was torn, and they were actually dead. It's weird because um, there's a lot of self-harm that goes into being buried alive. Every time they pull them open, it's like they, they're all bloodied and they tore all, all their hair. I guess being buried alive just, like, sucks stuff to you. Yeah, yeah doesn't sound the best. But wait, so so they heard the voices and then they dug them up and then they were dead. Yes. Like, were they alive minutes before being dug up, or like... it, take, it probably takes a while because they no, hear it. To dig six feet deep. Yeah. yeah also, that's true. also, also, you're not the per you don't immediately dig. Like the little boys heard it. They went to go tell some adults. If you were like, you know, eight and you told your parents you heard voices coming out of the ground, like screams coming out of your ground, your parents are gonna be like, you know, you're gonna eat an extra. Those are vegetables and no sugar before bed. That's what they would say to you. They wouldn't be like, here, like, that's fair. hand me the shovel. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but this is Woodstock. So, this isn't... This is olden times. It, well, you're right. This isn't 20, e olden times. In 2014. Yeah. 
in Macedonia, Greece, in Thessaloniki, the police discovered a 45-year-old woman who was buried alive and died of asphyxiation after being declared clinically dead by a private hospital. She was discovered just shortly after being buried by... You guys want to guess? The same no? apothecary. Not children. <laughs> discovered by children playing near the cemetery who heard screams from inside the earth. Hmm. So... So what you're telling us is we need children to regularly play by cemeteries to make sure yes. we don't bury anyone alive. Exactly. And uh, the, the the police investigated and said that the, uh, the coroner de- declared her legally dead because of cancer. <laughs> the big old cancer buried her alive. <laughs> Although her family was like, we can hear her scream from inside the earth shortly after the burial. The that- screams were coming from inside the house. That's just and, the grief. <laughs> and you know what's hilarious is that she died from heart failure due to the medicines given to her by her doctors for her cancer and the shock of being buried alive. Hmm. So if she hadn't been buried alive, she probably would still be alive. Although that, that does sound really obtuse, but like the the shock of being buried alive killed her. Yeah. I Not mean, even the cancer. Understandably. You're under six feet of dirt. You're like, what are you going to do? You're just going to sit gonna... there and try to claw your way out? Yeah, really? Yeah. We're going to have to start installing those bells again. It's weird because these, that, this was in 2014. Like, we, the modern science has been around for, for a while. Yeah. This is like three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> this is more recent than my car. That's true. Although, wasn't Greece having some money problems around then? Yeah, but, like, th- no money doesn't mean, like, no science. I mean, well, you never know. It could have hit the private sector first thing pretty to hard. You you did yeah. say it was private, a private medical institution. Uh, medical, I guess medical science just ceases to exist. <laughs> you don't have any money. The first thing that goes <laughs> is the books, David. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun aside, did you know the Minister of Finance in Greece, the former Minister of Finance in Greece, was also the chief economist at Velf? Hmm. So the person they tried, they sent to rescue Greece out of its debt was the guy who created the trading card system. I mean, he's got microtransactions out the wazoo. He and EA got oh, yeah. up. Yeah, really. And uh, after he left, the Greek government was actually putting job ads out in, like, Forbes magazine. <laughs> you so can you, unlock today's you, rations if you purchase a key. Although the pay, I think, was only like eighty thousand American dollars. Definitely not mm. worth the headache of trying to run Greece's no. economy. They probably couldn't no. pay you more, though. Let's be real. Does does everyone get paid in loot crates or keys for loot crates? <laughs> oh, I hope this one has dinner in it tonight. <laughs> ah, another bicycle. Oh man. You know like it's interesting because because Valve controls the scarcity. The, the, they control the, the the supply of all goods in that marketplace and the mm-hmm. value of all goods in that marketplace. So, because like there's third-party gambling systems that introduce real money into the system and can mm. take convert those dollars into real money, effectively mm. Valve is can just print money. 
Yeah. They're they're just creating value out of nothing. Yeah, pretty much. I it mean, doesn't cost them again, anything to create like a trading card. Yeah, but then again, it also depends on like what the people trading and buying these things want too. Like you could Valve could say it's worth a like a million dollars, but if no one wants it, then where? But they they can they but they can control the scarcity. That's true. It's like Nintendo trying to sell that <clears throat> NES system, and only it's retailing for like what eighty bucks, and then they they only made like forty, and then oh yeah, and then it got scalped on eBay for like forty million. Yeah. Yep. And it's like it's manufactured. It's, yeah, it's manufactured scarcity. They do it on purpose. Yeah, that's how they get you. So, speaking of manufactured scarcity, Robert Robinson, who died in Manchester in 1791, was buried alive. Was not buried alive. He heard about this, and what he did was install a glass panel in his coffin and created a door through his mausoleum where he requested that his relatives visit his grave periodically to check if he was actually dead. Just in case. He, he, he planned ahead. See, he knew. Yeah. Plus, this guy listened to this podcast. He's a time traveler. No, he's like, oh, no, I, don't, here's, I don't want any of that. Here's, here's how we know America is actually the innovation leaders of the world, right? How do we know that, that America is the innovation leaders of the world, David? U.S. Other patent 268-693, J.G. Krishbaum, or his device for life and buried persons, creates a safety coffin, which has a removable periscope pipe that will provide air if a person is buried alive. And then it will reach up and move to indicate that someone is alive in the coffin. But if they're not buried alive, what does it do? It doesn't do anything. They're just dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. You get this cool little attachment to your coffin. Yeah, it's kind of like the the diving scope. It's actually yeah. exactly like the diving thing. What what other mods Storkle. do we get for our coffins? <clears throat> Can I get a fully automatic what, what coffin? You, do you, it depends on what you want, dude. We're going to talk about coffins. Like, we've I mean, we've already Egyptians got a scope had entire for the buildings. coffin. <laughs> Can the Egyptians I get had entire mag? buildings as their coffins, man. That's true. Only a few Egyptians. At least true. three Egyptians. Very <laughs> because true. I only know of three pyramids. Did you guys? Did you yeah, guys those, see? Those did you guys? Did you guys right see? The they, they recently, they recently found hidden compartments, hidden rooms in the pyramids of Giza. Yeah. Re- yeah, they were nice. shooting particles through the, shoot through the pyramid, and they found some hidden, hidden rooms. Hmm. Cool. But when they open those up, they're definitely going to be cursed. Oh, yeah. And full of treasure. Oh, yeah. For sure. I mean, you got to send one guy in just to, you know, suck up all the curse. And then once he's dead, then the treasure's yours. Uh, And so sometimes premature burial is an accidental. People just kind of do it. It's an intentional. <laughs> yeah, they they do it by execution, or they do it for honor killing, or you know for wars. Yeah. Um. Also, or some like people a do it vol- murder thing. Some people do it voluntarily. So, for example, Wait, Russian what? men. Some do it. Some people get buried alive voluntarily. Why? 
Um, like, some uh, to pro. Uh, like Houdini. I guess. Oh, <laughs> ten points to John. In eighteen. I don't know if he did the buried alive thing though. I know he did like plenty of like chained up stuff, but I don't know if he actually did the buried alive stuff. So John, in eighteen fourteen, there is a Indian fakir. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means it's like a person who possesses the spiritualness of God. So it's a Muslim ascetic. Gotcha. You could also pronounce it as faker, I guess, but... um, <laughs> That seems a little sacrilegious. Fair enough. But he said he can survive being buried alive. He And he did it in front of a British military officer to prove <clears throat> that he could be buried alive. He placed himself in a sealed bag and then placed himself in a wooden box and then placed himself in the vault and then put the vault in the earth. And then the earth w- was flattened over the site and they grew crops on it. And then 10 months well, his, later... His body fertilized it. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 10 months later, they opened him up. And... Uh, he was super dead. <laughs> I was really expecting something to happen. And oh, was he was like, just playing I'm, solitaire. It, he, I was expecting the only... bait and switch, and then it was just bait. <laughs> but I fell for the switch. Before he was dug up, he said, like, prior to being buried, he said, you know, the only thing I'm afraid of is that earthworms will eat me while I'm sleeping. Well, he was kind of really asleep when the earthworms started to eat him. True. If they got True. through the plastic bag. I mean, I, I don't know what you guys were expecting from that story. The guy got buried alive for 10 months. <laughs> <laughs> he came I, back I would, up and he was like, know. man, I was really bored. <laughs> I just imagine that, was... that like that one guy that he was like, hey, I have this guy here to verify. That guy just still waiting there. Like, he's going to come out. But that was 1840. Medical science, no, science hasn't really taken the land everywhere yet. Although some would argue science haven't taken through the land everywhere now. But in 2010, a Russian man died from being buried alive as he was trying to overcome his fear of being buried alive. Um, he, well. he, uh, he, he, he was scared of being crushed by the earth. So he was trying to get over that fear by burying himself underneath the earth then he died from being buried alive luckily that seems like i'm scared of <laughs> i'm scared of like black widow spiders so yeah, i'm just but, gonna, like people you know, do surround do, myself people, by black widow spiders people do yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's actually a very like people are afraid of heights and they go with tall buildings to try to overcome their fears that's an actual thing he's just sitting there under like six feet of dirt like you know actually that was pretty reasonable yeah <laughs> and, and to be fair he wasn't was scared fear. His fear wasn't scared of being buried alive. His fear was being scared of being crushed by Earth on top of him. Yeah, I can he see why I was afraid of this. He yeah, probably this didn't die from compression. He probably died from asphyxiation. True. But to be true. fair, he didn't <laughs> die from what he was afraid of. Well, this isn't even crushing. This wasn't even worth it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the this was a year, waste of time. The next year, in 2011, another Russian man died... From ba- being buried overnight in a makeshift coffin because he thought it would be good luck. He thought it would be good How? luck to be buried alive? Yeah. Well, to... to yes. <laughs> Did he draw this information from anywhere? 
Like, oh, yes, in, in these old storybooks I used to read, the, the hero buries I himself just... alive and... I don't know. I don't know. Did he just come up with this? The, the article is from CN, BBC. So. Ah. Let me, let me read through this real fast so I can tell you. All right. Wow. A, A lot of victim. people are into this thing, apparently. This is... I thought you were gonna give me like two examples. No, you're just going. You're just yeah, you the full just keep right now. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, a 35 year old believed that burying him alive for a single night would bring him good luck for the rest of his life. He wanted to test his See. endurance and asked his friend to to help him spend the night buried. If you trick the bad luck fairy into thinking you're dead, they won't <laughs> know you're alive no more. You know, you know, uh, you know how I was mocking this because I was like, science doesn't uh exist to these people the guy who buried uh, himself was a computer scientist i just gotta do a hard reset that's all <laughs> i don't know why i'm doing like and, a, uh, a brooklyn accent for a deep. russian only, but you know he, o- he only buried himself eight inches only eight only. inches isn't that deep it is when you're burying you- yourself like, how do you get eight inches yes. solid over top of yourself? Like, it's not that hard. Does apparently, like bring a trowel. Apparently, with him, like, <laughs> just I can't even. So what's, fu- what's funny is that he would have lived, but it rained that night, which moved the soil and blocked his hair. Ooh. <laughs> so had it not rained, he would have been okay. <laughs> He just had, oh man, if he had just avoided that one last bad luck, he would have had good luck for the rest of his life. That's yep. the trick. That's the trick, though. You have to survive the night. Investigators claim that uh, he was influenced by reading stories of other people burying themselves over the internet, and how it brought them great luck. Ah, there it is. There's the inspiration. Yeah, the internet. It, apparently, it is. It is a common thing. <laughs> All right. The, the internet it has has caused me to go stupid. Apparently, is is his defense. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, Mythbust- If you guys want to see this, Mythbusters, uh, Mythbusters actually did this as a myth to see if people can survive being buried alive for more than two hours. Did they? Uh, did well, they Jamie Hyman, Jamie tried to do it, but his steel coffin started to bend under the weight of the earth. Hmm. So they had to abort the experiment because he would have been crushed to death. Fair. Oh man, if he had just made it, he would have had good luck. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, oh well. And of course it's been used as like quite a, a number of burials execution throughout the world. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. The Romans did it. The Japanese did it. I think Birds do it. Bees do it. Like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A form of human capital punishment. The Mongols did it with their slaves, kind of Egyptian style, where they would bury, they would like bury their their servants with them after they died. Hmm. Uh you guys know of the Countess Elizabeth Bathory? Maybe? No. She uh 
she was like um uh we could do an entire episode on her she was like super evil had sex slaves they they immured her because she was like female super evil and had real sex fe- slaves yeah real real female <laughs> dracula ah i might have oh. heard of her also, people did this as a form of protest. You know how, like, Buddhist monks would set themselves on fire? I, I I, remember them being on fire. I don't remember if they were the ones that set themselves on fire. They did indeed set themselves on fire. Gotcha. Was as there a demonstration. Anything... Oh, yeah. Was there anything that was, like, the opposite like the exact opposite, like a, a weekend at Bernie's situation where someone's dead and should be buried, but isn't. Possibly. There's also there's actually a picture of a of uh, a Mongolian woman condemned to die. But I don't know if that might be a little too dark for this podcast. Yeah. You're a little too yeah. smiley while you're saying that. <laughs> like <laughs> look at this mongolian woman she's getting it's actually high. really it's actually really interesting they uh, the mongolians build an immurement box they put you in a box hmm. with your head poking through but like nothing else and then you're just you're just dunzo yeah yeah that's fair it's i suppose the mongolians pretty... had worse ways to kill people i don't know i feel like not being able to move and starving to death is pretty bad I mean, you'd probably suffocate. Well, you'd probably either suffocate, dehydrate, or stuff before you starve to death. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yep. Famous references in history. Our boy Mark Twain in The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, Injun Joe, dies after being accidentally sealed in a cave. I remember this, actually, from reading Tom Sawyer. I don't think I ever had to and, uh, read that, which I was kind of disappointed by. Oh. Why? I don't know. Like, I guess nobody in my, like, formative school years decided that that was a good book to read. Fair. Contrary to, like, most literature. Mm-hmm. Edgar Allan Poe writes about this extensively because he's a creepy fuck. Oh yeah, I remember. Like the black I cat and something. Yeah, yep. that was the one. The I cast of the uh, The black cat. Quick synopsis: Man kills wife by bear by burying her. Man accidentally buries cat with wife. Man misses cat. Breaks cat. <laughs> Authorities break cat out. Discovers death. Death of wife. Arrest man. <laughs> yes, I remember that. It was. That was just. It was great. <laughs> At, that sounds that sounds pretty pretty funny. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe, the comedy writer. Also, in Game of Thrones, Doria and Zaro Daxus are sealed in an empty vault in Daxus's own village after betraying Daenerys <clears throat> for attempting to steal her dragons. So she buried them. It shows she immured them. Yep, that mm. she did. So yeah, across all cultures, independently from each other, this is a very common form of capital punishment and or human sacrifice. Something huh. about humans and having to wall people in. Yeah, it's like a very, the uh, what is it, prototypical version of like the timeout. Like, all right, now sit here and think about what you've done. All right, maybe <laughs> they shouldn't do that forever. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is an extreme timeout. It's true. You know, some parents send their kids upstairs into their rooms and said, you know, you're not getting dinner tonight. Don't leave your room. Forever. <laughs> we no dinner chopped it a little bit. Yeah. And by no dinner tonight, it's more like no dinner forever. forever. <laughs> uh, we've, we've gotten better at it, you know, or at least, you know, we've worked it a little bit. It's a little different now. You, you're right. We we build doors into these rooms and we let them out after a while. Yeah. Much the less Dana- involved. The Danish are interesting where they would sacrifice animals by immuring them. They're usually people like burn them, roast them, or just cook them up and not eat them. The, <laughs> the Danes, they just, just take pigs and dogs and hens and like put them in this room. Wherever... <laughs> Yeah. Do they ever, like, reuse these rooms or anything? Or is it just a a permanent sealed up? No, they would reuse these rooms because they're, like, they would reuse these rooms because they're sacrificial rooms. Oh, so do they just break the wall back down? Yeah, and then just put the animals back in and wall them up again. (laughs) All right, let's open the animal room again. Which is interesting because I've actually never heard of this version of animal sacrifice before. Me neither. Uh, Wait, there's there's a form of animal sacrifice where you just wall. Yeah, wall, wall you put them into a room and you wall them. The good old Danes. Uh, that's interesting. So, the funnest one, and and I say funnest because I'm biased. Do you guys know of the terracotta warriors and like my personal the favorite, king, the yes. king of China? Oh, he him. So when he died, he immured all of his concubines with him. All of them. You know, have, have you, do you guys know about the Forbidden Palace, capital of China, where the government sits? It's like an entire complex mm. that like houses like tens of thousands of people. Yeah, he immured mm. all of them. Because huh. he, he immured all of his concubines and all of his artisans. Also, he burned a ton of books. But on the bright side, he did unify the, uh, the measurement system in China. There you go. Positive names. Were the artisans eunuchs or were they just normal people? All, every, everyone. Everyone, John. Everyone? E- everyone. Everyone. Oh. All of his stuff. Oh, right. Oh, I thought you said just all artisans and concubines. Yeah, that's everyone who lives in the... Oh. I guess eunuchs. But, yeah. Everyone. It's just saying, was it like a high school dance where the concubines are on one side and all the guys are on the other side and they're just awkwardly not talking to each other? Yeah, pretty much. There's music playing, and they're like, eh, I don't know. You, you go ask. Uh, so in uh, in East Europe, immurement was the punishment for homosexual intercourse intercourse with small boys. Hmm. So Kevin Spacey, death by immurement, would be what he would have had if he lived in the 1500s in East Europe. Fair enough. Maybe we should bring immurement back. I don't that's an incredibly cruel way to kill somebody true that's fair but then again you know let the crime match or let the punishment match the crime what is it? okay so so sexually assaulting small boys immurement i can deal with that yeah okay yeah all right, all right. i feel like that's well i'd cool. say small children in general okay all right which which 
what what brings them to the next level of immurement, which is buried alive? Hmm. You would die faster. That's true. So would that be better or worse? I would I would think better, just because you know, die faster, suffer less. Hmm. I guess just like I don't know. I can't really uh. Not to be uh, not to be protested by people who don't understand how to read at the University of Rochester, but you can't really quantify how bad crimes are of a sexual nature. Fair, fair. So the but, blood countess. Know, now people are going to protest my lectures and whatnot. So the blood countess Elizabeth Bathory. We'll do a separate episode on her because they immured her by allowed her to live by giving her food and water through a wall, through the wall, where she died ah. four years later. So um, she was she... just imprisoned. Yes, we would do another, a different episode on her because she's killed thousands of people. That's Aaron. amazing. Seven recorded. The highest number cited was 650. But some people claim it's upwards to thousands of people. And she would, of course, believe that if she bathed in the blood of young virgins, it would keep her young looking. I just see her, like, moments before she died, like, one of them must not have been a virgin. That was it. Tainted my source. Uh. <laughs> they also immured the doge the doge of venice they immured him too good time i just wanted to i want to mention like that one because it lets me say doge that's fair uh <laughs> i was gonna say i mean i understand the meme got old real quick but can't do that to a dog i, I mean they tell that to tell that to the danes that's fair so, uh, yeah, that's immurement. I, I was reading about that today because of something. I can't remember what, but it led me to this. I was like, this is probably interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's one of those things. You just get on your, your knowledge journey. You just accidentally start looking up how people are buried alive. You know, that's a... Yeah. That's a... <laughs> has a lot to do with my work, you know? Yeah, Knowing how that's fair. Different forms of human sacrifice and capital punishment. Yep. When I get bored at work, I kind of flip through the Pathfinder bestiary. Ah. Uh. Oh, man. I found this one, though. You might have heard of it. It's a blood pudding. Mm, it has the silliest name, and it's like the most horrifying thing. Is it blood pudding? Isn't that just pig's blood? No, it's um, it's a, it's a... Well, yes, but um, there, it's a creature in Pathfinder as well. Ah. Um, it's essentially a gelatinous blob. It's an ooze subtype, but what it does is it gets a plus four to grapple you, and if it grapples you, it absorbs <laughs> into your skin and pushes your blood out through all of your orifices. Gross. Yeah. Well, it There's... does one D2 con damage each Turn turn. yourself into a vampire so you don't have to have blood pushed out of you. <laughs> True. Or you can just drink vinegar, and it'll exit your body. Mm. But you have to make sure... You have to roll a fortitude saving throw so you don't get nauseated nice nice but yeah i read that and it was horrifying so there's that there was a re case recently where they found a woman who was who was uh sweating blood hmm i i think i heard i've heard at least of someone sweating blood i know i read about this kid who cried blood oh Where'd that's harvest go also sounds awful. Hello? Yeah. Oh no. Harvest. 
Did he just lose internet? What if his computer Maybe. restarted? Oh. Oh, that would... Because, uh... Oh, okay. He's good. He is? Ah. Uh, yeah, he responded. I don't know. Okay. Huh. Huh. Oh, I know what happened. Okay. So, embarrassing moment of the, the day. Mm-hmm. Our domain name, firesidecast.com, was canceled. Mm-hmm. And I went to firesidecast.com and looked it up. And then I had huh. to go log out and log back into the firesidecast at gmail.com where you can send all of your suggestions uh, for our topics. Yes. <laughs> Whenever yes, I logged course. out of my personal account, uh, it kicked me out of that Google Hangouts. Ah, uh, uh, that's that'll do it. Yeah, so I, I, re- I re-upped our domain name, so by the time this podcast goes up, you should be able to find all of our backlog at firesidecast.com, which will direct you to our Tumblr page. Mm-hmm. And you or can you can go. That. You, you can listen to them there, oh, yeah. or you can go to SoundCloud, and we're SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, yeah, we got something on there. We got stuff up on SoundCloud. And you can I just posted our most recent one again. Oh, Solid. nice. Breaking the hiatus a little early. Breaking, breaking the hiatus. Yeah, you know, and it's uh, since it's about Australia, I have the 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 title art upside down. Nice. You know, I like it. Nice. <laughs> nice. Oh man, I should have spent more time on that intro and done like a didgeridoo intro. Oh well. <laughs> I'm sad you didn't. <laughs> I went to a I'm sad. I went to an exhibit well. recently which had like a bunch of Maori, which I know is not Australia, it's New Zealand, but like you know. It was a lot of it's like Australia Australia light. Yeah, apparently they were worried that like the English was gonna destroy the Maori culture and remove the people from existence. They got a guy over to all portraits of them so they can remember what the what the brown people look like after they killed all of them off <laughs> thank you english <laughs> all right well you know thanks for that historical preservation england luckily all the maori are <laughs> they're not doing fine but they're they're, they're all a good amount of them in news they weren't alive. genocided yeah they weren't genocided <laughs> well that's uh, good good on you england Fun fact about the Maori, you know how there's like the sick uh, tribal tattoos? Yes. No, I didn't arms, I'm but assuming. like face. So women only tattoo their lips, whereas men get like hmm. full facial tattoos. Hmm. And I feel like tattooing right. your lips would hurt a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. It's one of it's one of the most sensitive parts on the body, isn't it? Yeah. Tattooing my arm kind of hurt a little bit. Fair enough. I mean, tattooing in general kind of hurts. Yeah. I would, you know. In the I same exhibit, there was the City of Water, assume. City of Fire, Teotihuacan. Ah, uh, uh, good place. Ancient lost city of yeah, Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's something you would hear from San Francisco, right? I was at the exhibit, and I was like watching and reading, and a guy wa- walks over and just makes this loud-ass comment and goes like, I see that two, there are three languages being represented here, and none of them are Nahuatl. And I was going to say... Bitch, can you read Nahuatl? <laughs> and you didn't because? Uh, that would be rude. Even though <laughs> he, he was probably an asshole. could. Yeah, he probably he could. He might be able. Okay, so for context, He's probably Nahuatl, on that Duolingo train getting Nahuatl on there. Nahuatl mm. was the language of, of the Aztecs. So. Um, Fair. Of the Nahuatl. Nahuatl is the language of ducks, too. <laughs> <laughs> but the languages were like English, French, Spanish, which, you know, 
in, in California would make sense. But uh, I think I think there's a penguin dialect of Nahuatl too. Is that is that of the Waddle variant? The Waddle? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It, it's like loosely based off of the duck variant, but. Ah. Uh, well, Travis Springs. We have talked about being buried. Mm-hmm. Maybe our next episode will probably be happier. Hopefully, no one will die. All right. Yeah, this was a, this was a sort of a morbid one. Uh, yeah, I got bored today at work. <laughs> Fair enough. So you just read about embalming people or entombing people? Yep. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're not entombed because they're still alive when I'm burying them. I mean, they're still entombed. Like a tomb is erected around them. It's not a tomb until they die. Oh. I'm gonna. They're enroomed. Controversial. So they're enroomed. How's <laughs> 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 it going? That's yeah, that's good. Uh, I try. <sighs> Cars against humanity buys land to block Trump border wall. I thought. I thought they were at, like they were bankrupt. Where did they get the money for this? They were bankrupt. Yeah. Really? I mean, I know they spent their money on like the dumbest things possible, but like I didn't know they bankrupted. The holiday themselves. hole. The holiday yes. hole was absurd. I loved it. It was, yeah. but that was all donated money. What? Are, like, what's going on on your TV, John? It was Harry Potter, and now it's Shrek. Oh yeah, uh, Marissa sw- switching back and forth between the two. Mm, okay. For some reason, Harry Potter is like always on. It's Christmas. Always on TV. Harry no, Potter is the best was, Christmas movie. It was on movie. months ago. <clears throat> ah, I'm and probably Shrek just got the rights. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Shrek Forever After is the most common one on, but Shrek the Third is on right now. I'm pretty done with Shrek. It's not making Shrek. Yeah, that's right. Didn't they announce they were going to make another one? Yeah, they absolutely did. They, they need to stop. I blame memes. All right. Let's end this off with I'm buying a car on Friday. Solid. Nice. The WRX. The WRX. Yeah. I don't know how to drive stick either, so it's going to be Ooh. great. Now's thought, a good time to learn. I, th- I thought the WRX came in not that form. It does, but only for $10,000 more. Ah. Mm. And so I'm going to learn to drive stick. Because <laughs> I, that yeah, is, I could learn to. That's that's the price I put on learning to drive manual. Yeah, I can learn to drive stick for ten thousand dollars. That's fair. Yeah. Plus, no one will steal your car. Exactly. No one, no one will steal my car. Except maybe a European, but <clears throat> even the though, uh, dicey. The one I have, the uh, Legacy. There's a, since it's a CVT, you can be automatic or manual, so I can turn it into paddle shifter mode. I'm afraid I'm going to stall my engine when I turn it into paddle shifter mode, because I have no idea how that shit works. I think it'll just take over once it's like, all right, all right you, you just you just sit in that chair. And you, you, tried. Pedals. you tried. You <laughs> tried. How just about re- we don't, t- don't touch the knob? How about it just refer, it just knob? like reverts back into, back into automatic once I, <laughs> at the first stall. Yep. But I like the concept of paddle shifters. That's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. My, I might go into the parking lot and learn how to drive paddle shifter. Which is basically stick, but like You easier. don't have to move your arm. Exactly. 
I wonder why not all stick cars are paddle shifter cars. I feel like that's just easier. For the novelty of it. Yeah, but you're still, like, changing gears. <laughs> so you can go... Exactly. <laughs> Plus, like, I feel like paddle shifting with a clutch would be a little weird. Yeah, I, I agree. There are a lot, a lot of the European cars are, like, like the, the, um... This car was on top gear. Why can't I not remember what it's called? Italian, Fiat? very fast. No, like super Ferrari? expensive. No. Maserati. No. Lamborghini. Lamborghini. No. Murcielago. No. Isn't that a type of Lamborghini? Bugatti. No. Alfa Romeo. There we go. We were going through all the. We we're going through all the Italian. Alfa Romeo. The Alfa Romeo we is. Gonna, eventually, we were just going to start naming off like. Pasta sauces. <laughs> Alfredo. <laughs> I was actually at, at the limit. I, that was that was the end of my uh, Italian car knowledge. The the, uh, the Alfa Romeo is a manual car, but it only has paddle shifters. Hmm. But does it have a clutch? It might. I don't know. I would. I mean, I I'm no engineer, so I wouldn't know yeah, how that same. works. Uh, I'm too. I'm like. 2.5 out of 4 of an engineer, but... It's the Alfa Romeo Giulia Quadrifigale... Wow. This is hella Italian. This is... This is hella Italian. Take a look at this. Well, I feel like we've significantly derailed this podcast, so I think I'm going oh. to say... I'm yeah. glad you listened to us. Yeah. Yeah, if there's any of you that still listen to us after us taking like two months off. Yeah, yeah. if, if that's you, congratulations and thank you. Although we did hit over, I noticed, over a thousand listens like a couple of weeks like really? ago. Yeah. We have wow. over 3,000 listens. Oh. That's pretty big. You People, what are you doing with your lives? Wait, we only have like 30, that's like over 100 per episode, isn't it? Yeah. No, it's about no. 100 an episode. About 100 per, yeah, that's right, because we're over the 30. Yeah. Wow, that's I'm decently impressed. Same. I'm impressed with you too, listeners. Same. <laughs> keep spreading the word. Keep getting us out there. You know. Keep sharing. Maybe with your maybe we'll do family. we'll do the we'll do like a color mob episode again. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll bring back the the hidden episode. Oh, that was yep. a great episode. We were teaching people how to make the color mob and or explosives because it was the same yeah. process. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. That's a fun. That's a fun bar bar trivia thing. Like the process of discovering the color moth. Same process of as making highly explosive material. Yeah. So yeah, tell all your friends. If you ask your friends, like, hey, is there anything weird or something about history that you really want to know about? And when you get that answer, you email it to us, and then we'll do it. Yep. We will do literally anything. Yep. We will. Like, yep. We we've gotten maybe. Two requests? Yeah, we've, we've, we've gotten two requests thus far. Also, yeah. they found that one uh, British boat. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. If you remember from uh, our earlier podcasts. Okay, so fun, fun aside. Last aside. Last aside. Last aside. Mm -hmm. Every president gets their own presidential library, which documents the history of their presidency. So gotcha. Trump's is going to be awesome. But anyway, <laughs> I, I went to the um, the Ronald Reagan one, and they had the presidential desk. Yeah. And if you guys remember, 
that desk I came do. from the timber of the boat sent to look for those two ships that we were talking mm. about. That were trying to find yeah. the North Passage. They failed. They chopped up the boat, turned it into the presidential desk. And if yes. you recall, Reagan was so tall that he took this antique desk made from the the wood of this lost boat and then added extensions to it. Yep. And I said that to the lady who's doing the tour guide and she didn't know, so I felt really proud of myself. <laughs> that's a very David thing of you to do. I'm like, that's cool. Did you, did you know that like the desk used to be much shorter, but Reagan, because he was so tall, added chunks to it? But and and like he added just different type of wood to the, the ancient timber of this ancient. I say ancient, but it's only like 250 years. Yeah. 200 years. Uh, of the ship. Antique. Yeah. We'll go with antique. 200 years. 200 years. 200 years. But yeah. Vintage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was. I was. I was real pleased with myself. All right. Cool. Nice. All right. All right. Well. I've been Travis. I've been John. Till David. <laughs>